Welcome to the second episode of the 3FN Horror Show. I am the host of the 3FN Podcast and also the host of the 3FN Horror Show. My name is Rich, and for our adventure into a horror movie today, we watch Terrifier 2. But I am being joined again by a special guest, also from the 3FN Podcast, you know and love him as the Greybeard Wizard, Ron. What's happening, people? And yes, Terrifier 2 will yes. be your 3FN Horror Show review. Cannot wait to dive into it. But first, thank you, thanks to everybody who tuned into episode one, Trick or Treat. And like I said, we are going to be getting more stuff down, getting these out here. These are just the pilot episodes to get us going. But unlike the 3FN podcast proper... This show is just dedicated to horror movie reviews, so therefore we won't be doing news, we won't be doing any of that other stuff. But if you would like to hear nerd news and our weekly new movie review, you can do that at the 3FN Podcast proper. And Ron, it's easy to find everything to do with the 3FN Podcast, including 3FN Horror Show, 607TWS, and more. It's simple. You just go to 3FNPodcast.com. Yep. From there, you can get all of our social media links, links to all of our shows, also, on top of that, there is a Patreon link for patreon.com slash 3FN podcast for as little as $1 a month. You can get a ton of extra bonus content and help support the show. There's also a link to our T Public store, Twitch channel, friends of the show like the ODPH, also musical acts that yep. allow us to use their music copyright free and the musical directory, including the band that does the theme for this show. It is called Nefarious by Obscure Form. Check them out on YouTube Music, Spotify, and Bandcamp. Also, while you're there, check out the local sponsors like Dragon Master Games. For all your Magic the Gathering and gaming needs, visit them online at DragonMasterGames.com. Rex to Rods Auto Detailing. If you're in the 607 and you need to put the pride back into your ride, Call them at 607-644-3389 and tell them the 3FN podcast sent you. And last but certainly not least, our friends over at Sci Fi Horror Fest. I know the date doesn't come up until, uh, until August 25th and 26th, but on October 28th through the 31st, the weekend passes will be on sale for the lowest you can buy them, and that is $20. It's going to be the cheapest you can buy weekend passes, and that sale only goes from October 28th till October 31st. For that ticket information and all other information about Sci Fi Horror Fest, visit them at Sci Fi horrorfest.com now that the business is out of the way ron let's dive right on in to our review now this week because it is a new movie we will be doing it exactly how we do the 3fn movie club over on the 3fn podcast the flagship show if you will we will be doing a non-spoiler section where we'll give you uh, our, a brief synopsis of the film. We will then go ahead and tell you, you know, who made the film, who's in the film, and all that happy jazz, before then turning it over and giving you a recommendation, thumbs up, thumbs in the middle, or thumbs down, and a spoiler-free why. After that, the spoiler alert will play, and then we will give our spoiler-full review of Terrifier 2. Ronald, are you ready? Oh, yes. So Terrifier 2 was released wide on October 6th of 2022 with a runtime of 138 minutes. This movie had a budget of $250,000 and Ron, so far in its limited release, it has made $2.4 million in the box office. I think that's a big bucket of win. It is a very big bucket of win. This movie is directed and written 
by Damien Leone, who also wrote and directed All Out, Hallow's Eve, and Terrifier, the two movies that Art the Climb was in previously, as well as Frankenstein versus the Mummy and a bunch of other shorts. So Damien Leone is an independent director extraordinaire and is definitely getting a lot of praise since Terrifier 2. Well, after actually after the original Terrifier, but now even more after Terrifier 2. And I know that we personally really do like Mr. Leone and oh, his yeah. work. Oh, yeah. So, I, I think this is great. I can't uh, I can't say enough good stuff about everything that he's been working on. So make sure you keep your eyes on him. A lot of the stuff he launches right through Indiegogo. So you might want to make sure you're checking that out for all your information on future projects. That's going to bring us to the cast. And the cast is mostly indie. Yes. Most of these people, I'm not going to even mention a lot of the things that they were in because a lot of them are just indie films. But we have a few awesome cameos. But... Of course, the star of this movie is one David Howard Thornton, a good friend of the show. He plays Art the Clown. Of course, he was also Art the Clown in Terrifier. And he's been in a ton of other stuff, including he has an upcoming film, Ron. Yes, he does. That you've probably heard of. And it's uh, You're a Mean One. Yes. It is a Grinch horror movie. So good. I, I, I cannot wait for that. That's going to be one of my favorite things coming out. Also, back from the original Terrifier, Jenna Canal uh, reprising her role of Tara Hayes and uh, Catherine Co- uh, Cochran playing Dawn. Uh, they both made their returns. Both of them have made the rounds now. I mean, uh, Jenna Canal has made quite the little career out of it. She is now going to be in the the Renfield movie coming out where oh, Nicolas right. Cage is playing yeah. uh, Dracula. Yep. Also, she was a, a med tech in WandaVision. So she's a, a little career oh, jump there because of her yeah. time in Terrifier. Nice. And it's, uh, the same with Catherine Cochran, who is uh, done Chuck return to Newcomb High in uh, Long Lost. Uh, so <laughs> she's done some she's done some work out there. Uh, we have series newcomers, though. First of all, our heroine of the movie, the protagonist, Lauren Lavera. Yep. She plays Sienna in this movie, who is your hero of the movie. But you've also seen her in Iron Fist. She played Sierra in Iron Fist, Mm -hmm. amongst a bunch of other movie shorts and TV shows. Uh, Your other hero of the movie would be Elliot Fulham, playing Jonathan. Uh, and he's uh, not been in too many things. He's been in like the other two on HBO Max and Instinct. So basically a young man, very young career. I mean, in this movie, he's playing a 12-year-old. He can't be much older than that. Yeah, he's probably like, well, when they first started, it was probably 12. Yeah, so those are your heroines of the movie. Those are your major stars in the movie. But we had, like I promised you, a couple, a couple of pretty cool cameos. Uh, one of them being from Griffin Sampertio. Sampertio who played Eric in this movie. He's only in the movie for a few minutes, but you might know him as Anthony from Cobra Kai. Yep. Also, horror legend Felissa Rose plays Miss Miss Principe, uh, a school teacher who has a brief cameo in this movie as well, so that's pretty awesome. And last but certainly not least in the brief cameo roles that is pretty awesome was the one and only Ayatollah of (laughs) Rock and Rolla, lead singer of Fozzie, and current AEW superstar, including Ring of Honor World Champion, The Ocho, The Wizard, The Painmaker, Y2J, Lionheart, Chris Jericho. And man, he, I gave him more nicknames in this movie than he has time in the movie. But it was still awesome to see Chris Jericho yeah, in the movie as well. Definitely was. So they did a good job on some cameos. They did a good job on the stars. Really did enjoy all of that. Ron, it's time to give our thumbs up, thumbs in the middle, or thumbs down recommendation. And why we gave it that 
for Terrifier 2. Remember, this is still spoiler-free, Ron. So what is your recommendation for Terrifier 2? I will say this. If you're a horror fan and you're into practical effects, this is definitely a must-see. Um, if you're not a horror fan, I, I gotta say, you gotta let it pass. That That's all I gotta say. <laughs> I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna kind of piggyback off of that. If you're squeamish, if the sight of blood and gore bothers you, <laughs> this is not your movie. The reports of people passing out and fainting and throwing up during this movie, after seeing it, I can understand why. Now, mind you, I never felt sick. I didn't feel no, like I, I was going to faint. The two the two that I could see where people would go, we'll tell you later, but well, I think there was two. Right, but I'm just saying I think, I think I can understand why. It was very grotesque. It is very much a 70s-style grindhouse gore fest. Uh, I'm thinking of movies like Blood Feast. Yeah. And then you mix in the element of Art the Clown being a slasher from the 80s. And it's got this really unique style. So I really do dig the movie and what it's about. I do like gorier movies. I do like slasher films. So this is kind of in my wheelhouse. And with that, I would just say I give this two big thumbs up as a horror fan. But if you are squeamish at all, please pass on this movie. Uh, I don't want to hear about anybody passing out and throwing up in a movie theater or even at home. Especially at home where you have to clean it up. (laughs) Well, that is going to end the spoiler-free section. So if you have not seen Terrifier 2 and you want to see it and not have this movie spoiled, this is the time where you pause this show, see Terrifier 2, and then come back and hear what we have to say. However, if you don't care about having the movie spoiled or have seen it already, this is when we jump into hyperspeed because we're entering the spoiler zone right about... Now and uh, Ron, this was a this was an interesting movie to say the least. It was. Uh, once again, I'm I'm a big fan of the premise of the movie. I'm a big fan of the fact that this is a gore fest. I love the fact that the practical like I'm a big practical yeah, effects yeah, yeah. guy. As you know, it is always going to trump CGI. And in this movie, they do practical probably the best that I've actually seen in a long time because there's a lot of up close and personal gory deaths in this movie. Yes that they had to pay attention to such minute detail that it was definitely cool. I mean, one of the first kills we see in this movie is a man having his, uh, like, it's the it's actually the ending of the original Terrifier. If you guys haven't seen Terrifier, going to spoil it a little bit here. At the end of Terrifier, Art the Clown dies, and he's taken to the morgue. And in the morgue, he comes back to life, and we see him attack the medical examiner. Yes. We get to finally see what happened in that, and oh boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At one point in juncture, he takes a medical hammer and he beats the face in. And when I mean like the teeth are coming out, like the the pieces of skin are breaking off. You can see bone is breaking. Like he is torturing this poor guy until finally he ends him and leaves just a hole where his face used to be with a medical hammer. Like, it's insane. Yeah, it it was intense. As a matter of fact, he cuts out his eyeball at one point in Juncture and puts it in his head where he was missing an eyeball and makes funny faces at him. (laughs) Like, I will say this about Art the Clown in this movie. Way more animated than the first movie. Way more animated and actually a lot, like, hitting some comedy beats. Oh, absolutely. And it kind of helps out in this case because this movie is super disturbing and gory. Yeah. Uh, I can see where, like, somebody who doesn't like the gore, like, maybe, like, we do... And even you said there's a couple times this movie I, I, which I we'll get to. I looked away at a couple did you times. Guys, did you look away? Yep. But like for me, I, I I think this is take some of the levity out when you have some comedy in there. Yep. And the fact that he doesn't talk, 
you have to do that with actions, and he does a very good job I'm, at it. I'm glad he doesn't talk, especially not, in this movie. Yeah, because I mean, you get a comedy scene right after. This. So he he beats the he kills the doctor, and he leaves because the cops are coming. But he leaves and walks down an alley covered in blood. <laughs> Art the clown, but he's got a full garbage bag full of medical tools and, 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 and hydrochloric yeah. acid and all sorts of crazy shit that he can use to kill people. And he then walks to a laundromat <laughs> where he proceeds to get naked because he, he has to throw his stuff into the washer. I mean, you got to keep it clean. And that's the first time we see the pale girl. Yes. And uh, I got to say, the pale girl is one of my favorite parts of this movie. Yes. Ron, the pale girl, this girl, little girl, could 10 years old maybe. Yeah, if that. Maybe. And she is so, so creepy. Yeah. She is played by Emily McLean. Basically, we found out in a thing after that Damien Leone told her that, hey, I want to give you the role. Just practice making creepy faces while smiling in a mirror. Yeah. And this girl's faces were amazing. And her interactions with art were phenomenal. We get to see it early on. Yeah. How did you feel about the character as a whole? Well, it was funny because like, all of a sudden he just like looks up and there she is. And he's just like, oh, hey, how's it going? And like she walks over. Mind you, he's naked he's, with a newspaper. Yeah, newspaper because he was reading the news. Uh, and, he, and she comes over and she and he's laughing at her and she's laughing at him. And then they play patty cake. And then it just pans back because there's a guy sleeping in the laundromat. And he wakes up and he looks over at Art the Clown who's naked playing patty cake by himself. By himself. Because the little <laughs> pale girl can't be seen by anybody so until later, we'll find that out right. in a little bit. So and, it, and it's not, like she she just like she's just having a grand old time playing this character. Oh, absolutely! And uh, of course, unfortunately, that guy in the chair meets his demise <laughs> by the end of a uh, mop stick. Yep, jabbed through the top of his head. Very gory. Which you don't see the kill, but you see Art cleaning up after with a half of a mop stick. You're like. Oh no! Did he? And then, as soon as he walks out, you see it. It was a perfect shot, by the way. It was perfect. It it was. You didn't need to see the kill. Just how it was going on was amazing. So we've introduced that. Then we got introduced to our protagonists. Uh, We got Sienna and her brother Jonathan. They live with their mother. We find out over time throughout the movie. We found out their father killed himself a year ago, right around the time the Art the Clown came around. I don't know if that's going to be tied in, but we do know that we find out throughout the movie that their father had an obsession with Art the Clown as well, including drawing him and all these other things. And now Sienna kind of has a link to Art the Clown. She's seeing him in her dreams and her dreams become real when she almost burns down the house. Yes. on like Because it's in her dream and all of a sudden it becomes real. It's yeah. almost a Nightmare on Elm Street-esque thing yeah, going it, on. Yeah, very much so. Now, Jonathan starts seeing Art the Clown and I, I do believe that was real because obviously we have the evidence he almost gets kicked out of school for a dead possum being yeah. in the school and he's got the blood on his hands because it got tossed to him but we learn there that Jonathan can also see the little pale girl. Yes. And the only other people in the movie that can see the little pale girl besides Art is Sienna and Jonathan. Yes. And we're led to believe that Art the Clown is a demon and that Sienna is an angel. Yes. And maybe even Jonathan. But maybe it's just because familial, but definitely we're led to believe that she's an angel. Yes. And that she can vanquish Art the Clown. And so they're kind of building this new story. They kind of get a little bit in there. It is kind of weird. It's kind of funky. But, I mean, I get why they're doing it to build a future in this franchise. I, I understand that. I, I, I just think they didn't need to give that much about art. That's no, all. I agree. I, I, like, I, I liked how art, you didn't really know what he was. Like, the, there's a scene where he eats 
a beating heart. Like that that was enough just to say he's not normal. Right. Like, he's crazy. He's crazy. So okay, let's keep it like that. But I understand for what they're doing, they wanted to try to give the fans something a little more. I mean, he does all sorts of crazy fun things in this movie. He cuts a shopkeeper's head off with yep. a cleaver and tortures him a little bit. And then he stands there like he's a mechanical uh, clown because <laughs> somebody's staring into the store that's closed. Yeah. Because he locked the door and everything. But he's standing there to fake it and then just chucks the head. <laughs> uh, later, uh, one of the scenes I'm sure that you were talking about being grotesque by is when she, he kills Sienna's best friend. Yes. And literally, we see Art scalp her alive to expose her brain yep. he slices her up he dumps ammonia or bleach on her and then bleach throws salt and in salt. the wounds yep uh so he's tortured then he gets her on the bed he snaps her arm to the point oh, where it bone breaks that, that's through. the one that i he look cuts away. her other arm off or yanks it off i just cuts it and then the, yanks the, it off the breaking was worse for me and then the legs he, he cuts them and flays them back yep. And then he's sitting there. On, so then when her mother comes home, he is sitting on this bed flaying her. Like literally chunks of, it's like you can see like bone at certain parts. Yeah. You definitely see muscle. And yep. he's just cutting this girl up and flaying her and eating the pieces it looked like at some yes. points. And the mother comes in and she's like, ah! And when she does that, the listen, this is where, like I don't like jump scares in movies. And this isn't a, I want to consider this a jump scare because this is just fucking clever. The dead girl breathes in and moves and looks up and goes, Mom? Yeah. So she's flayed, but she's talking. Now, mind you, in real life, I don't think she'd be alive, but this is a fucking movie. Yeah. And I thought that that was ingenious. And then Very finding out so. that they used an animatronic for it, like, all of this is practical. No CGI. Yeah. No, it was amazing. It was That was good. Like, And I think that's one of the scenes where if people were fainting or throwing up would be at that oh, one. Oh, it's, it's, it's pretty... You know what it is? It's graphic and it's very in-depth. Yeah. And it's something a lot of movies don't do. Uh, later on, we see Art the Clown, and uh, probably the mean-spirited thing in the movie. There's two mean-spirited parts that I, I thought in this movie. And the one, of course, is he kills Sienna and Jonathan's mother by a, shock, a sawed-off shotgun blast to the face and just blows her face off. Yes. And then when Jonathan comes home, his mother is sitting at the table, <laughs> Art inside her at the table, with just a hole where her face used to be. Yep. And Art comes out from the kitchen he's cooking something yeah which we find out was mashed potatoes <laughs> this is so weird and he proceeds to put mashed potatoes on her plate looking at jonathan smiling <laughs> you know and then all of a sudden he reaches in and stops smiling but reaches in grabs a big handful of mashed potatoes and shoves them in the hole that was her fucking face yep and proceeds to grind it in and then he starts smiling again it was it that was pretty uh mean-spirited and intense oh, oh yeah wait it, it was I don't think it was originally meant to be as bad as it was, like intense as it was. But when you see it on film and on the big screen, it's just like, wow. Mind you, we're not going scene for scene. We're no, just no, bringing no. up we're, things that we like or not like or whatever. Uh, it's just important to know because there's a lot of different things that happen. Sienna's gone out with her friends yeah. and she's trying to have a good time. Her friend slips yeah, her Molly. Yeah, and while she was on Prozac and all that stuff. It leads to a whole and, thing. Yeah. She ends up seeing the little pale girl in the yeah. club. Which, yeah. I, that's not because she was tripping, it's because she can see her. Yeah. And then, Art kidnaps Jonathan. So the third act of this is Art kidnaps Jonathan and takes him to the old carnival to that Terrifier ride. What? Yeah, like, now you know where the, the name comes there's from. There's a connection? Yes. So when they get there, Sienna goes in and she's trying to find her brother. She's there with her other best friend and the guy that she's about trying to fuck. Yeah. Well, just he, had a, he had a shirt that said, just the tip. <laughs> and meanwhile, that gets written on the window. And then 
he, Art the Clown gives him just the tip in his tip with oh, a knife dude. to the dick. Dude, <laughs> he, cut, he rips it that? off. He's stabbing it. He cuts it off. He's he, rubbing it on the window. He's rubbing like, hey, look at this. Ah. I'm like, oh, my God. That's insane. And then she meets her demise inside the Terrifier with this giant, like, it's like a a bedpost or table with knives and shit sticking out of it. And he just smashes her. Like, it's yeah. very graphic. Yeah. He, Caves he, in her chest, her face. You see, you see him making it earlier. And he's, it's got forks, knives, razors, and, and all this stuff in it. And it's just freaking disgusting. And then on top of that, Ron, and I know this was, uh, you mentioned it earlier. He then reaches in and grabs her still beating heart and starts eating it. Yep. Uh, if that wasn't enough. <laughs> and and that, that didn't bother me at all, actually, which is weird. Yeah, I know. It's it, <laughs> But you know what? It was still kind of like, it got the point across. Yeah. I definitely did. We get into the chase now. So now Sienna's there. There's a little struggle with her and, and Art. Art takes her down. He gets away with Jonathan. She finds Jonathan. They end up in this, like, I don't know. It was a mock, like... Haunted house. Uh, kind of was like, well, the Terrifier is a haunted house. But it was like a mock church, almost, because there was pews and stuff and an altar. Oh. This is one of the other mean-spirited parts of this movie. At this point... Art the Clown from the first movie, we saw that he had this handmade cat and nine tails. I don't know if you know what that is, but uh, if you don't know what it is, it's a real thing. It's it's a thing that they beat Jesus with. They beat Jesus with it, and then there is certain Christians, there's certain sects of Christians who believe in corporal punishment that actually beat themselves with these things. Used to, what, it, what it is is, in real life, it's a leather... Uh, handle that then has leather straps coming off of it, usually nine of them, hence yeah. nine tails. And at the end of each one is like a ball bearing. Yeah. And you smack yourself on the back with it, or somebody smacks you with it. Yeah. And his version, though, is a metal chain that has nine tails. And those nine tails have like razor blades yeah, and fork, knives and forks. Scissor. Things, I think that, I, things that will fucking I, cut you yeah, and fuck you up. I think, I think there was like a I, scissor. I think there was one. a fish hook on it as I well. Think, like a big fish yeah, hook that stuck in. Was, uh, yeah. And he starts whipping the boy and then the sister like like whipping them with it. Yeah. It is It was it, disturbing. Worse than Jesus ever took it. Oh, yeah. And until uh, Sienna ends up with it and then starts whipping Art with it. <laughs> And that's when we get the first, she tries to kill Art. Art's not dead, because Art don't die. No. And then he drops her through a floor, and then he ends up stabbing her with her own sword knife. Yeah. And kicking her into a pit. And we're like, oh, it's a plot pit. Armor. <laughs> yeah, it is definitely plot armor. But she ends up in where she was in her dream. Yeah, that's... Where these, these dead kids on a set of, like, a t- kid's TV show that Art the Clown murdered everybody. Yeah. So it's these murdered kids with the, this lady playing his theme song on fire still. <laughs> and she's in a water escape tank. Yeah. With her leg like caught yeah. by some kind of animal. It looked kind of like an octopus. like uh, Something like that or a tentacle or something. Something. So she's in there, and then at the same time, Art goes back up, and Jonathan's passed out. So he's trying to wake him up in a funny scene. He's like yeah. snapping and clapping, <laughs> smacking him on the face, that, that and then fun. he starts nibbling on his fucking hand, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what wakes him up. And then Jonathan tries to get away. He starts eating his, like, he bites him in the fucking Achilles. Yes. Well, all this is going on. Sienna comes back. the The sword starts to light up red. And her wounds start to heal in the thing, and she rises out of the fucking the the pit, if you yeah. will, the the water trap pit. And she gets the sword, and that's when we see her go all ape shit on Art the Clown, with it culminating with her chopping his fucking head off. Yep. And then the pale girl comes and collects the head and fucks off. Yeah, just just leaves. Just like yeah, okay, gotcha. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's fucking wild. She's like she's like I'm out. Like thanks, but I got him. It's fine. Like a little baby and walks off. 
To which we then get, just like in the first Terrifier, a little piece at the end. And that's where we get to see Chris Jericho yep. for the first time. And they are at an asylum. So what we found out is that earlier in the movie, Mrs. Hayes, and she was the survivor from the first movie. Her face is all torn to shit. And I guess she was on a morning show, we find out earlier in the movie, and tore up the host of that. Which, we never get to see her or what happened. We just hear about it. Yeah. And she's in this mental asylum, and the orderlies are Chris Jericho and this other lady, and they're talking, and she's saying about how the 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 lady, Vicky, is doing good. She's doing fine, all things considered. You know, she seems very pleasant. It's kind of surprising she ripped someone's face off. Right. Well, she's going to make her rounds, and, well, she's saying that we keep getting, like, she's bleeding out of her genital area? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, menstrual, if you will. Yeah, and she's writing on the wall. Yeah. And you don't really get to see the writing at first. You just know she's writing on the wall. And then she gets on the ground and you realize she's having a baby. Yep. And when the orderly comes in, we see the aftermath of this, which she gave birth to Art's head. She's laughing maniacally, and on the wall it says Vicky and Art. Or, yeah, in a heart. In and a heart, and a whole bunch of other like stuff. Bitch, and like other things through the movie. Cunt. Cunt, bitch, uh, something else. And it's just, it's very, it's very unsettling, but a really good way to end a movie on a cliffhanger. True, true. I, I will give you that. I mean, how do you end a fucked up movie other than a fucked up scene? No, I, I get it. I understand. So, at the end of the day, Terrifier 2, those were a lot of the good points. I did have some negatives, though. Yes. And I'll, I'll start, and then I want to pass it over to you. Okay. Uh, one of my big negatives was the soundtrack to this movie was a little off for me. I agree. For some reason, it sounded like copyright-free music from YouTube. It may have been. It may not have been. But I don't know why they didn't go a little further and get a little bit of scoring going on. I, that's a question I guess I could ask. Maybe not in the budget. I mean, this movie was made for 250000 So that's quite lower than a normal movie is made for. Right. Especially of this scale and of all the gore and shit in it. I'm sure that they spent most of the money on the practical effects. Oh, easily. But... I wish there was a better soundtrack because that usually leads in. Like, the atmosphere of this movie was really good. Like, I liked the atmosphere. I liked the places they were going. I like how it was shot, even. Yeah. It was dingy. It looked indie because it is indie and dingy. And it's like gore fest movie. So you're not going to, if it looked clean, it would be weird. But the soundtrack kind of bothered me a little bit. And my biggest gripe is this movie is two hours and 18 minutes long. Oh, so long. And for a horror movie, you've heard me say it before, an hour and a half to an hour and 45 is a sweet spot. And especially with something that's gory and slasher-esque. I don't really think that you could you could have shaved some things. I don't know what you shave. You know, I, I, I liked all the kills and stuff. But sometimes it seems like the kills took way too long. Yeah, there was. Especially, a- like, flaying the girl in the yeah. bedroom. Like, that took forever. Like, it was cool. But did we need to see everything? I mean, for the effect, I guess, yes. But I guess you could have left something to the mind's eye and still gotten to the scenes we needed. And you could have cut, if you cut some things like that throughout, and like you said, some of the storytelling, you know, yes, I get they're setting the table, but at the same time, you could have cut some of it back and you still would have set the table. I think we could have knocked off the 30 to 40 minutes from this movie that would needed to keep it around that hour and a half, hour and 45. Your thoughts? Yeah, like, like, I don't think we needed as much of the bitchy mother as we, as we got. Because she was just, every scene she was in, she was a bitch. Until she heard, I love you from the daughter. Yeah. And, and like, I don't think we need as much as that. Like, it, it, which is fine. I get it. Um, I didn't like the imply that it possibly, Art could be possibly their father. That's just my take. Because, like, you find out all the information, and it's like, oh, your dad did bad things because he had a tumor. 
Yeah. And coincidentally, in the beginning, when you see the ending, when it's the ending of Terrifier into the beginning of Terrifier 2, like, he's playing with the hole in his head that could have been possibly where the tumor was. True. Like, like so, like, it's really, like, it's... It's implied that he could be the father. Not they didn't. They didn't give it to that. They didn't, yet. They didn't go. They, there. they didn't go there. But it's like what I feel like they were trying to imply. I'm like I didn't really need that part of this. Taking a step further, he killed himself in the same year. And the way he did it, we find out later on from the one character is that he drove his car into a transformer, like yeah. an electric transformer. Yeah, not, not Optimus Prime. Yeah, and uh, you could see the fire. She said she you could say, see the he, fire he, he for down, miles away. He down. He downed a bottle of Jack. Took some kind of pills. Drove into a transformer. You could see the fire, and you could hear his screams for a mile away. Yeah. It was fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, to describe all of that is crazy. So yeah. maybe he manifested. Maybe not. We don't know. They didn't give us fully. Right. And I, I, I get it. I just didn't like the imply of that. Like, I, I, I thought art was better not knowing exactly where he was at. Um, my, you know, so that that's just my take on it. Like, I don't think we needed to know that. Like, him eating the heart was enough to be like, okay, he's probably supernatural. Fine. You know, like, we don't need to know that he is definitely a demon. Like, you know, or a, a, some kind of supernatural thing. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you a lot. I mean, honestly, like, this is the kind of movie you don't need a ton of story for. I get that they're moving forward. I'm still not upset with the movie. No. You know, it's just that you could have cut it down a little bit and actually made it a little more, uh, you know, appetizing, if you will, for most people. <laughs> and I'm not talking about the take the blood away. I, no, I, right. I want to keep all the kills, and I want that's the whole part of this movie. Yeah. I just I just would like to see it down to like an hour and a half, hour 45, and that's me with most horror films. Because yeah. I think when you get too far, you start to see more of the holes in the storylines. You get to see more boring stuff. In this movie, though, because of all the gore and stuff, it really keeps you on your toes. Yeah. That's the nice part about the cool kills. Because you don't know where it's coming. Even though it's a long movie, you're still getting entertained because there's a lot of these cool kills. They're drawn out. They're brutal. And that makes a difference at the end of the day. Yeah. Uh, did you have any other dislikes or likes that we haven't mentioned already? Uh, dislike other is Jonathan. Like, he just keeps calling his mother and father mommy and daddy. I mean, he was supposed to be like a 12-year-old, but I get it. That's a little old to be saying mommy and daddy. Like, like, like both mommy and daddy. Like, mommy's gone or mommy this, mommy that. and Like, he was fine and everything else. It's just that mommy-daddy thing bugged me. No, the only thing that bugged me also, and it wasn't him, but part of the writing and where you could have cut some time, was they take this little time to like make it sound like he's like this little psychopath, yeah. and then they just abandon it. Yeah. like We find out he's not. Yeah. We find out his friends are more dis- disturbed than he is, but all the reason he's interested in anything is because his father and keeping this book, but you find this out way too late, yeah. and it's just kind of like, well, what was the point of putting it in to begin with? Yeah, you could have cut that out, and you know, like you said, the, the bitchy mother could have been cut a little bit. Like, you didn't need to know. Yeah. Like, she's fine. She's going through shit, too, because she just lost her husband and has to raise two kids. But she's, like, overbearing. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. like, a weird, like, you almost dislike her, and that's, I think that's a disservice, because when she dies... You're kind of, like... You, oh, you're yeah. supposed to you're supposed to feel bad for her, but I <laughs> didn't really feel bad. No, I didn't feel bad at all. And I didn't feel bad about her getting stuffed with mash, uh, mashed potatoes. No, I just thought it was mean-spirited. That's a different story. <laughs> yes, you can, It's good, but it was mean-spirited. But, yeah, I, I think that they did a disservice there, because, yes, you could see that she was going through shit, but at the same time, if you made her more lovable, it would make those scenes make more sense because Jonathan's truly upset seeing her dead body and her yeah. being dead and Sienna's upset when she finds out she's dead like it's kind of like one of those things like but she was a bitch to the whole movie so from the viewer portion yeah. you're like fuck why would you be upset she's gone yeah like she was treating you like shit yeah like, like so I think they should have I, I'm with you maybe some of it because you know she yeah. is struggling with her own shit and being a single mom but peel it back a little bit so we feel bad for her yeah 
Because literally, we only get the scene right before she gets killed, where you know Sienna says, "Oh, I love you. I just I don't tell you that." And then, yeah. and then she's like, and "Then you knew, I love you, knew, you too." And she you, was being nice, and it was yeah. just weird. You knew, you knew, you knew she was dead. <laughs> well, yeah, I knew it was coming anyways, but it was just kind of like, it. Yeah. I, I'm with you. It could have been done differently. Uh, that's that's a, that's it for my dislikes and yeah. likes. How about you? I don't really think you needed that dream sequence to be as long in the beginning. No, I'm with you. Like, like you could have cut that down in to like less than like five minutes or so instead of being like it was like almost fifteen minutes. I know, so, like ten minutes. I think that that's part of this movie's thing that they went a little over the top. Like, I love the fact that they went over the top with the brutality and the blood and everything, yeah. but I think they went over the top also on time. Yeah, and took up way too much time that they didn't need to take up. And once again, they could have shaved some of that stuff off and brought it down to like an hour forty-five. Yeah, which would have caught thirty minutes off the movie. And I think it would have been way yeah. more. It would have been way better. I in mean, my opinion. Like, I'll be honest. We started watching the movie, and I, I, I was enthralled with the whole movie all the way up. And I'm like, man, I'm go. We're still here. This should be like the third act. And I looked at my phone, and it was like ten after ten. And like the third act haven't even started yet. Yeah, it's crazy. And, and I'm like, well, like what? <laughs> like, like what? I'm like, and that threw me off. I'm like, it's like we wanted at an eight ten showing, so trailers, previews, all that stuff. And look at my phone, which is weird because usually I do once or twice. Yeah, me neither. And I'm like, and I'm all in. And then I'm like, I'm saying, I'm like, how far are we into this movie? And I look at my phone, and it was like ten after ten. And I'm like, in the third act, I haven't even started yet. I'm like, oh, what is going on? Like, we should be done by now. Well, before we give our scores, let's check out the scores from around the internet. We're not going to play the game here because it would be kind of pointless. I'd be winning. Well, you'd win no matter what. I win. So let's just look at the scores. IMDb gave Terrifier 2 7.4 out of 10. Metacritic gave it 68%. Rotten Tomatoes critic score has it at 89%. The Rotten Tomatoes fan score is 90%. And Google users have it at 92%. So this movie's doing very well. By the way, the weird part is the critical reviews. 89% critic reviewed on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 68% of Metacritic is actually high for Metacritic. Yeah, it is. Like, just think about I, I can that. see that. Like, there's not many, uh, like, higher rated movies on Metacritic are, like, seven, right around the 70% mark, and then it starts to dip off when you get around 60. Yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty good. And, like I said, 89% on oh, Rotten yeah. Tomatoes for a critic score. Like, I understand fans loving it, but critics loving it. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Well, Ron, it is now time for us to give our scores. And, of course, we're going to give you the nerd score first, and then I'll follow it with my critical score. The nerd score, in a nutshell, is a three-part score. And one, The three things that we use to get the score are, first of all, our critic score. But then we add in the entertainment score. So a movie could be critically bad, but if it's super entertaining to us, it gives it a higher value on the nerd scale. And last but not least, the nerd scale is a recommendation, so the recommendation score is how we give it. Here are the steps, the five parts of the nerd score. A one is a no. That means you should never see the movie. It is terrible. A two is you've been warned. That means the movie's not terrible, but it's also not good. So you probably should never watch it. You've been warned. A three is, ah, it's good. This is an average to a good movie. It's not really memorable. It's not essential to watch. However, if it's on and you see it, you're not going to dislike it. You're not going to feel like you wasted your time. But once again, you're probably not going to rewatch it or add it to your collection or any of those great things. A four is just take my money. These are those good, the the very good to great films. These are the essential movies. These are movies you should see. You should add them to your list. You should definitely go check them out. You might even add them to your collection if they're in the movie theater. Feel free to spend the money there. You know, because it's just one of those things that it's going to be worth your money and your time. And you're probably going to rewatch it at some point in juncture. And last but not least, 
The Rarefied Air, Certified Nerd. These are the classics. These are the phenomenal movies. These are the awesome movies. These are movies like Jaws, the original Halloween from 1978, Jurassic Park. And just this past year on the Proper 3FN channel, uh, Spider-Man, No Way Home, The Batman, and Clerks 3 all got a unanimous certified nerd. And then there's other movies that have been peppered with one of us or two of us giving it a certified nerd as well. But this is the rarefied air. These are the classics. These are the movies that are going to be, you know, the pedestal. These are the ones that you sat on a high pedestal. They're definitely movies you need to see. Ron, with that being said, what is your nerd score and why for Terrifier 2? All right. So I might be a little low on this, but I, I'm going with a three. I know if you're a horror fan and you can handle the gore and stuff, see it. Um, there's just a couple things in the story being as long as it is. Like, that's why it's a three to me. Um, does it need to be in somebody's rotation? I, I could see that. If you if you enjoy Terrifier 1, you'll enjoy Terrifier 2. Uh, I just don't think it pushes it to a four or five. For me, and I understand, you know, I'll probably get griped from this, but it's just how I feel. I'm, not, I'm a little harder on horror movies, I think, than most people are. So that's the other thing. But I did enjoy it. Uh, I did look away a couple times. Not going to lie to you. I'm not going to sit here and try to play. I was Mr. Tough Guy, and I watched everything. No, I did look through a couple things. I, you know, I was like, okay, I can't. That's enough. Like, the breaking of the arm, that, for whatever reason, I don't know what it was, it did it for me. I'm like, yep, I don't want to see that. The cutting off of the arm, I'm like, or ripping it off, I'm like, yeah, fine, I'm good with that. Like, I don't know why certain things triggered me through this but it was just one of those things i'm just like okay got it fine boom so that's why it's a three to me i am giving it a four i'm giving it a just take my money i i like this a lot as a horror fan this is what i wanted to see it was gory it was uh, you know slash horrific it's not a real thinker movie i'm sorry it's 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 one of those movies that you you get what you get yes it's not one of those movies like oh man well they were trying to go after this and they're no 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 no, no. it is a sadistic demon killer art the clown (laughs) who now has a protagonist in sienna who's like an angel if you will and they're going to do battle from this movie on and you're going to get a lot of blood you're going to get a lot of cool kills and it's just going to be carnage and that's the kind of movie you signed up for that's the movie i expected that's the movie i got i didn't get a bait and switch no we didn't get a movie it was like i said the only grapes that i really have is it could have been cut down a little bit in time wise and also the soundtrack i didn't like that as much you know the score of the movie it it was very synthy and it just didn't sound original it sounded like copyright free music which it may have been which which, which i i I I can't really judge an indie guy in it but yeah. still, I mean, I, I mean, can Fozzie judge. Fozzie should have gave a song or two. Yeah, really. Chris Jericho was <laughs> in the fucking movie. Why couldn't we get a Fozzie song? And amongst other things. But yeah, so that's really kind of where I was at with the, my major detractions for the movie. With that being said, so I, I gave it the four on the nerd scale. You gave it the three on the nerd scale. So no matter what, it's a worthwhile movie to see, especially yes. it, once again, if you're not squeamish. If you do yeah. not like gory movies, this is not your movie. But if you do not mind gory movies, this is for you. My critic score of this movie I've been dusting around since we saw it. You know, when we're recording this, we saw it, you know, basically 24 hours ago. And I've, I've landed on this. I think it's a seven and a half out of 10. Yeah, uh, I, I wanted to kind of go that. up to an eight, but then I was like, you know what? Really, the pacing and everything and the timing and stuff, it was just a little off. It's not going to be for everybody. Because of its natural premise, you're not, you don't have this really great story driven to it. Right. So I can't see giving it up into the, the, the rarefied realm. But it was still a very, very good movie. It's, yeah. it's well shot. It is, you know, it's an independent film and the, the, the effects are tremendous. And the fact that they are real effects. The fact yeah. that they are not doing CGI and not doing a crutch of anything. There's no CGI to be seen. 
This is all practical, and I love that kind of movie making. And I hope, even though this movie has gotten a big buzz and it's made a lot of money for being such a short release, and it's got all this critical score, which means I'm assuming that Damien Leone might be getting a budget for the third movie. Maybe. I, I would be surprised I, if somebody doesn't pick it up. I, I would love for him to get a budget, but I'm, I don't want it to be ruined. Right. Franchise. That's what I was going to just get like, to. I would love to see him with a budget, but I hope he keeps the practical. I hope he stays true to the source. Yeah. I hope he doesn't take the notes and cut this movie up and change it to something else. Because the reason people are fans of this is it's the grimy, underground, independent movie yes. that can. That's why people love Terrifier. That is why they love Terrifier too. Yeah. And as long as... I would love to see him with a budget. A few million dollars would be nice even. And I would love to see it with a wide release. you know. And that's what I would like to see from a purchase. However... I would like him to go to a company who will not sacrifice his ideas and thoughts and make him change the movie you, and the dynamic completely. You know how I would like to see Terrifier 3 start off? How? Is the nurse from, you know, the extra scene there, uh, closes the door, runs out to where Chris Jericho is sitting, and you just have little pal girl eating his brains. That would be crazy. Like, like just sitting there, and then that just gives you the reason how she gets out of the room. Yeah, I, I love like, it. Dude, I'm like, if they do that and connect it that way, like, it might even raise this one up to a four. I'm yeah. not, not, not going to lie to you. I'll tell you what. I, I can't wait for the third one. I know we're going to get one. No, definitely. Uh, during, There's no uh, way, no. During that little piece that we got to see at the end of the showing. That's the nice part about independent films. When they get shown, you get a little extra usually at yeah. the end. We got a little interview with Bloody Disgusting at the end. And basically, Damien Leone said, this is just a means to push the story along, which means there's more story to come. Yeah. Can't wait to see it. Art the Clown, in my estimation, not just because he's a friend of ours, <laughs> but Art the Clown, uh, David Howard Thornton, who's, who portrays Art the Clown, I think that the Arthur Khan has become a new horror icon. Oh, easy. Two movies in, I'm willing to say that he's already on the way to being an icon on the level of the great icons, but he's definitely a budding icon. And I mean, we haven't seen a new horror icon since Ghostface, really. Yeah, true. So it's about time we got another horror icon, and Arthur Khan is awesome, so I cannot wait to see more. If you guys have any takes or opinions on Terrifier 2 and you want to reach out to us, you want to hit us up on the social medias, or you want to send us an email, or you just want to check out everything that we have to offer, you can just go to 3fnpodcast.com. All that information is there and more. Make sure you check out the website, 3fnpodcast.com. Well, that is going to bring us to the end of the second episode of the 3FN Horror Show. We are going to be coming to you for one more episode in October. Yeah, instead of two, you're getting three because it is the horror month. And, of course, that final episode, which will be coming out the last Friday of October, is going to be Halloween 1978. We're going to go back to the classic and break that all down right here on the 3FN Horror Show. Until then, for myself, for Ron... Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Beware of the things that go bump in the night. And just remember, we'll be right back. 